I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to Bob Bernie Live on this Thursday, November 11th. And today is a very special day. It is Veterans Day. And we want to honor all of the veterans in our audience and those who have family members that are veterans or were veterans. And we do this every year. We certainly will this year. I think, in fact, I think especially this year, we need to honor veterans. So uh, I will immediately open the phone lines and through the entire program today, I would love to hear from the veterans in our audience. Please. And I know that I know that most of you who are veterans who have served our country are humble. You don't want a lot of attention. But I mean this sincerely. Would you please give me the honor of honoring you and thanking you for serving our country? So phone lines are open. 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. We have a lot of things we can talk about today, a lot of things to discuss, a lot of things going on in the world today, but nothing more important on this day, Veterans Day 2021, than to thank those that have served us, our country. So uh, I want you to call. And if you're if a family member is a veteran, call and honor them. Uh, your dad, your mom, your your son, your daughter, your brother, your sister, your aunt, your uncle, your grandpa, your your grandma, your grandson. If uh, you have a family member that is currently serving, or who has served in our military, please give me a call. 877-BOB-LIVE. I'd love to hear your story. I would love to hear their story. I would love to have the privilege, the honor of honoring them on this Veterans Day. Again, my number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Where and when did Veterans Day originate? Well, it actually originated as Armistice Day 
on November 11th, 1919, which was the first anniversary of the end of World War I. Uh, Congress passed a resolution in 1926 to declare November 11th as uh, Veterans Day. 1926, a resolution for an annual observance on uh, November 11th. It became a national holiday in 1938. And uh, unlike Memorial Day, Memorial Day is a day to remember those that have died in the service of our country. Veterans Day pays tribute to all American veterans, living or dead, and giving thanks for their service to our country. So again, uh, who will who'll begin today by calling 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. You are a veteran. You have a family member who is a veteran. Give us a call. Tell us your story. Tell their story. And give us the privilege of honoring them today. 877 Bob Live, 877 262 5483. This is a story I've really been watching in New Jersey. If you're a regular listener or if you follow politics at all, you have been following this insane story out of New Jersey. The president of the New Jersey State Senate was defeated last Tuesday by a truck driver. No political experience at all. Never held uh, an elected office. And again, this is the president of the New Jersey Senate, a professional politician uh, who has been in the New Jersey legislature for many years. Well, he was beaten soundly in the election by a gentleman by the name of Edward Dewar, who spent a grand total of $153 on his campaign. Now, if you've been watching this story... Steve Sweeney, who is the uh, Senate president who was defeated, has refused to concede. I get this. He's he's a Democrat. He has been saying the election was stolen. There are, there, there are, there are thousands of ballots that haven't been counted. There. Now, if a Republican says that, you're, you're called all kinds of names. But anyway, the Steve Sweeney has refused to concede until yesterday. He finally, finally conceded, and he released this statement. The results of last Tuesday's election are in. All votes have been fairly counted. And I, of course, I think this is funny, and I, of course, accept the results. Well, that was not his tune just a few days ago. Anyway, he says, and I, of course, accept the results. I want to congratulate Mr. Dewar and wish him the best of luck. Uh, The defeated gentleman, Steve Sweeney, 
has served as the most powerful person in the New Jersey legislature as president since 2010. Uh, did I mention the guy who defeated him? Is a truck driver, and by by the way, I don't mean that in a derogatory manner at all. It's just he is not a professional politician. He drives a truck for a furniture company. When uh, the defeated Senator Steve Sweeney was asked what happened, he simply said, well, it was a red wave. Yeah, a red wave. In addition to that, just real quickly, in New Jersey, uh, what's the county here? Uh, Egg Harbor. Egg Harbor Township in New Jersey has a brand new Board of Education member. His name is Nicholas Seppi. He's 19 years old. He's 19. Egg Harbor Township in New Jersey is a heavily Democratic area. Nicholas Seppi is a conservative Republican. He ran against face mask mandates. That was his primary uh, campaign slogan. Hey, if you want want to wear a face mask, fine, but that's up to parents. That's not up to the school board. Uh, He also campaigned for civics education, returning real history. In other words, common sense. This 19-year-old kid in a heavily Democratic area of New Jersey ran on a common sense conservative platform, and the 19-year-old won a seat on the school board. Good for him. Lots of strange, bizarre things happening in uh, the educational world and the political world as well. All right, we're going to take a break. Hey, folks, listen. Don't be shy. I know we have a ton of veterans in our audience. We'll start it today. It's Veterans Day. Give me a call. Tell me your story. Or the story of a family member that is a veteran. 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. This is interesting, and I don't know whether you'll respond to this like I did. I saw the headline, and I thought, well, that's good. But why is this actually news? Well, let me explain. Headline, children's book series hails heroes of liberty like Ronald Reagan, Amy Coney Barrett, Thomas Sowell, Etc., etc., etc. It's a brand new series of children's book called Heroes of Liberty. And uh, each of the books in the series uh, singles out 
a political hero in America, conservative, uh, most, well, uh, well, yeah, they are conservatives. But anyway, it, it's it's good stuff, all right? But why, again, my response, and maybe you don't respond to this like I do, why, this is big news, because almost all of the books aimed at children today question traditional family, gender, sexuality, biblical values, biblical principles. Uh, many, if not most, of the books aimed at children today question the integrity of America, our history, our heritage, etc. And uh, that's why a book that is positive about America is making the news. And so I just wanted you to know the uh, name of the series, if you're interested, Heroes of Liberty. Uh, the, uh, the editor is Bethany Mandel. She said, quote, the best children's books are inevitably the old books because the production value has decreased along with the messaging, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So anyway, good for them. Brand new children's book series called Heroes of Liberty. And speaking of books, we once again turn our attention to Virginia. Virginia has just become the very center of controversy over books, critical race theory, of course, the red wave that swept through uh, the state of Virginia in the last election. Well, Loudoun County, Virginia, has received so much attention in negative ways, and rightfully so. Well, finally, here is a school board in Fredericksburg, Virginia, that is in the news for something good. A local school board in Fredericksburg, Virginia, the Spotsylvania County School Board, has issued a directive to for librarians in the school district to begin going through the books that are being offered to children if it is pornographic, if it is LBGTQIA, if it is obscene, it's going to be taken off the shelf. And why? And here's the take-home. Because parents came to the school board in Spotsylvania County, or yeah, Spotsylvania County, the Fredericksburg, Virginia School Board, parents came to the school board with examples of books that children can access in the library, and they began reading them to the school board members and basically said, is this what you want children to access? This was started by parents. Quote, after a parent raised concerns, the school board voted six to nothing to pull sexually explicit books from the libraries and ask for a report on the process by which books are selected for inclusion in digital and hard copy collections at different school levels. The board also opened the door to a division-wide library 
audit. I don't know about you, but that is such encouraging news. And the superintendent of schools is not fighting it. School division superintendent Scott Baker said he would take personal responsibility. What? A school superintendent taking responsibility? Yeah, that is so refreshing. School division superintendent Scott Baker said he would take responsibility for any failures in the process for selecting library books. Quote, I would not have thought to do an audit because I have great faith and trust in our librarians. If we find something being missed in the process, then we do refine the process. There was no ill intent here. We don't have all the information yet. Here is the problem. The public has trusted the professionals in education, in the libraries, for far, far too long. So the superintendent of schools is basically saying, yeah, I um, I trusted the librarians and uh, I shouldn't have, but I am going to take full responsibility. Good for him. Good for the Spotsylvania County School Board in Fredericksburg, Virginia. And once again, we are seeing the results of a movement sweeping across America of parents actually getting involved in their children's education. Should have happened a long time ago, but it is happening now and it is growing. All right, top of the hour break. We'll be back. 